contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Hello and welcome to Failures and Fakes episode three. I am your host and podcast dad, Cooper. And I'm joined by Kyle Schultz, who's blooping, TJ Nichols. That's not who I am anymore. Okay. And <laughs> Parker Schultz. Oh, how you doing? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Oh, good. That was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I just drove down from Canada, eh? Did you? No. Oh. I am from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? Not, not big n- soda. Not the big soda. The, the mini soda. Mini soda. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take a big soda if you have one. It's Are like we Indian now? Into Indian yeah. now. I, I kind of blend them sometimes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so for uh, the first topic of today's show, we wanted to talk about the evolution of the Ungway concept, stage presence. Um, for those listening, stage presence just kind of means your presence on the stage. So what you're what? doing. What? You, what? That's what it is. Is that really what it means? I you know, I'm not sure. It's that you're no, present I, on the stage. Yeah, you bring out a present or you're wrapped in a present. No, you're present. Oh. Here. <laughs> Raise your hand. Absent. Timothy. <laughs> a a Ron. So we wanted to talk about present. <laughs> we wanted to talk about TOC stage presence through the years and kind of how it evolved from like the awkward High school, awkward, super awkward, mega awkward, high school boys to kind of being like... Ultimate cringe. Yeah, from ultimate cringe to less cringe. Because you guys ended up being kind of like... I love that you say it that way because that's so true. It's like, it was never... I don't know if if good is the right word. I don't know if I'd say it was never good, but it was never like... Oh, it was never good. It was was never professional. Oh, it never got professional. It never got professional, but it, 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 it became less cringy i would say it was that ne- well it definitely stayed cringy in some because ways. we went from caring to not caring i think and that's parker, all it was parker you were the most consistent because you i didn't do much played, I didn't sat down much. <laughs> i was what do you mean you didn't move much <laughs> no there were times where you moved from like i didn't i did the, not the greatest by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh like i didn't go really crazy because i was focusing on what i was doing so I would just yeah. like stare at my symbols the whole time. Pretty much. Yeah, but if like a photographer came around, you would like give him a little face. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, it's that me, Parker. Well, there's a it's camera me. right there. Of course I'm going to look at it. But you guys ended up being kind of like one of the definitive bands when it came to stage presence. Like if you see somebody talking about TOC, they're most likely going to be talking about like the fact that TJ killed them by swinging his bass into their face or Kyle like threw a Tom into the audience yeah. or whatever. I mean, I didn't realize like f- first talking about this topic that we could bring up things like cutting people's faces with my instrument. Why not? But that's actually, yeah, there's a lot to this topic. Yeah. I, I just kind of want to start like the, like the very, f- the first time, it must've been the first time we played at the Cretan hop. Way back in the 
days. Dark old days. I had bought myself a new pair of tennis shoes. And I made sure to put those on before we started playing because I wanted to look nice. And I sat on stage and I just stared at people in the audience while I played my keyboard with my nice <laughs> shoes on. And looking back now, it's like how I wore my Oxfords. Then. Yeah, it was like it was like my Crocs. <laughs> and, and you know, like I was probably wearing like a like a like a golf polo. Sounds about right. Yeah, and like straight jeans mm-hmm. and like white tennis shoes. Or like the I was wearing a polo too, and my sixth grade teacher came. Oh wow! <laughs> Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess polo really? was kind That's of so your cute. guys's look. It was so cool. like I remember Past going jeans. to like the Dream Theater try hard shows and it was like polo galore Bad. polo town kind of british and the ongoing I mean, that polo. venue was so trashy we were like oh remember, we had never seen anything like that do you remember that. like the the back room to the cretan hop and it was like there was weird like halloween decorations it was just it was gross it was, I, I, and it smelt yeah. weird well that's because the toilets didn't work so, it was one long It was like urinal. specific to the Everyone back room though. Don't you remember? Like as soon as you walked in that past that I think it was a curtain. There was oh, like where the merch a was. Framunda funk. The smell from <laughs> down under. Gross. Yeah. Was the was the transition from like the nerdy you guys didn't move around much either. Was that transition like we didn't a move conscious decision to make? Or Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Dawson wanted it the most. Yes, he was like we should like not look like dumbasses. Cuz when I joined it was like a lot of like rehearsing stage presence too. Yeah. I remember Which that went out the window. Really? After a while, but because we did that's it for... when that's when they started going really crazy was when it was just like we're just going to do whatever. Yeah. but it, we <laughs> they did choreograph for yeah, a while. Yeah, we did we did like the old school running man. The running we, in place. We would do that. That was the thing, though. Attack, attack yeah, was, was doing was, it. Or like when, thing. yeah, the breakdown hit, you would do the crab core like from side to side with yeah. your legs spread apart as far as possible. Just like squatting. Yeah, basically. Just wide wide And that was the same out. time yeah. that we had the... <laughs> wide squat. We had the two boxes with the lights. And we oh, had yeah. someone back there oh, controlling we them. About, we should talk... That was such a In cool our talk system. box... Do you remember the talk box you oh, made? Yeah, we had a little, we had a little, uh, yeah, just a, like a, a stand on box. Piece of wood that yeah. said TOC on it. So talk it was our box. talk box. Yeah. TOC box, yeah. But then my dad made this really cool bass drum trigger thing um, and it had a relay in it. So whenever, whenever it was connected to like the bass drum mic, so whenever Parker would hit the, the bass drum, the light would flash about that yeah i remember that for sure it had like it had like two or three settings or four settings you had it always on always off or the light would flash when the bass drum was hit or the light would go off when the bass drum was hit so we had normally it was andrew allred that would come out and he would Mm. he would work that oh yeah like the little like press the gray box box. we just like changed change the thing yeah yeah that was that was cool but it was like man i can't believe you remember that i totally forgot about that very because cool. you were like, who are we gonna get for our light guy? Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you want to push some buttons for half an hour? Well, twenty minutes maybe. And I think that was the most showy we got. Because then after then. that, we were like, "Fuck it, let's just play." Yeah. So when you guys started to like play on the floor instead of on stages and just like go crazy, that was just like a natural thing for all of you. Some some of it was like out of necessity. Like I remember um, 
David Lee. Do you remember David Lee? He was in the band Doc Holiday. No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so he told me one day, because we would hang out quite a bit, and we played a show at somebody's house. I don't remember whose house it was, but it was somewhere in Rathrum. And he was like... Tyler's. Oh, okay, Tyler Johnson. And he's like, nobody fucking cares. Like, there's like 12 people here, and they're all just like random people that have walked around from the neighborhood. He's like, just go ape shit. And I was like, okay, challenge accepted. And then I did. I was like, this is so much more fun than standing in place and like putting my legs in the air as as high as possible. Huh? We would just like stand in place and like lift our legs. Like, you know, like the kick your ass move that we would do. No, explain more. I don't, what it's hard to do without a visual. Like it's like the, the running man, but like, you know, it's like a horse kicking somebody behind it, but you yeah. do that for a 30 <laughs> minutes for your set. own butt. Yeah. And like, that was boring. So when I was just like, I don't care about this, yeah. it's like, Oh, we could just do this all the time. And it was almost just a challenge. Like how crazy can you go? And it got to the point where we actually had to have conversations with each other and be like, we need to tone this down because people are getting hurt. Like we were actually worried about Kyle hurting himself because we would oh, break yeah. things so frequently. I was jumping off fairly high things. I remember I scaled the wall at the hop a couple times. Mm-hmm. Oh, that big old to, up yeah. to the balcony? Yeah, it was probably like a 10-foot oh, balcony, least. and then yeah. I climbed up. Yeah. And then I jumped from the from like the top floor, so like a 10-foot jump or something like that. It was dope. Yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I was always nervous. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there, I'm like, no, <laughs> like looking at Kyle. No, don't do that. <laughs> it, yeah, it just became like a safety concern. Yeah. So we would have like, and it was even up to the point where we had started playing shows out of town to where we would have those conversations like, hey, we can't afford to buy all this gear all the time because we were just breaking shit. Was like, I breaking stuff? We, I think you and me were the culprits. I don't know what I w- besides cords and mics, I don't know what I it, would break. It was that which got expensive after a while. Like mic stands aren't expensive, but they aren't cheap. Well, and then it was like stands? drum stands. Oh, they're cheap. Drum stands. Do you remember that? You would break Parker's drum stands. So I would. Yeah, I don't remember that. There was a few of them that you had to like weld back together. No, I don't remember. That. Oh, really? Yeah, they were, because they were already bad, though. Well, yeah, that's yeah. But your, di- but they were your dad's, so that became a concern yeah. uh, too. I it was like, oh, this my isn't yours. How do you guys feel about that being kind of like a defining characteristic of the band? Like, if somebody comes out to see you and they have seen you before or have heard about what you're like, they're expecting to see like that really intense, like stupid, crazy experience yeah that was like saloon you think that drew crowds um i think word of mouth did for sure for that yeah yeah i guess and and the funny thing is like at the at the last year year and a half i'd say we really toned down the crazy um like the I want to say axe. That sounds dumb, but like but i wouldn't do like i wouldn't do like dangerous stuff anymore it, it was just more thought out yeah <clears throat> We still like had a lot of energy. It just wasn't like you learn how to maneuver your body in a way that like looks like you're doing a lot, but you're not really doing a ton. Oh yeah. And that's not how I did it. I always did a lot. I learned, but then like, I mean, after going on like a 30 day tour and like 
you your neck is just jello because every what do they night, call that by the way what a bang over <laughs> oh my god <laughs> But you just like wobble your neck for 30 days straight for yeah. like an hour and get a little loosey goosey. Oh, do you? Yeah, just back and forth and back and forth. Oh. But man, it got to me. I mean, I remember coming home from a tour and mom and dad being like, what happened to your neck? It's huge. Yeah, <laughs> your, your neck was fucking massive. It was uh, like, it got large. Thick. 12 yeah. year old me can't handle this. About <laughs> <laughs> my neck? Yeah, you had like the John Cooper neck. Like it was as as wide as your head. Yeah. And <laughs> pretty, I also was like crazy. my trunk. I was pretty skinny during those times too. So 90% of your it was body just, mass was your yeah, fucking neck. I was all <laughs> neck, bitch. Tree trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Nicking. All neck. Like I a giraffe. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think after after Saloon, it kind of felt like there was pressure on us. Like at least for yeah. me, like you have to go ape shit. Otherwise, yeah. it's gonna be disappointing for the people that showed up. So it was like trying to outdo yourself, but like not die. Yeah. That was kind well, of you a, guys went like zero to sixty in a second. You guys went from like you guys look like a prog band, kind of just like standing still for the most part, and then the next show you're like to climbing on yeah, everything, it was like, breaking it was like maybe everything. Two or three shows, we jumped from no stage presence to. A shit ton. Yeah. So you guys set that precedent for yourselves and then you were kind of forced to hold that. Were there any songs that were like really hard to do while Oh yeah. I mean I'm I'm assuming every song is hard Not to for play. TJ. You don't TJ have your didn't bass play. in your hands half the time, but that is true. But like for for some of the songs, like I remember playing amends for the first time live. Like even because we would practice hardly, but we would practice. Yeah. But you don't we practice, practice a day before. You don't practice like going Banana pants bonkers face. You just wow. practice. Say that one again. Banana pants bonkers face. <laughs> I can say it again. But you don't. You don't like Please anticipate do. like going banana pants bonkers face. So like when, <laughs> when you we, actually yeah. do it, you're like, oh, this is kind of awkward. Like when, I remember amends for the first time, just being like, how the fuck do I move to this? What is base? Because <laughs> yeah. when we how to base? When we practice, we just stood there. Well, you did. Or sat. I really want to. Yeah, yeah. I I don't imagine a band just like four dudes in a room just like swinging shit around. A lot. Of, I did though. A lot That's of bands do when they practice. Yeah, they, Kyle would go. I I always went face. hard. <laughs> he went so hard every time. I, I remember like hurting a girl in Florida, like slicing her eyebrow open with oh. my bass, and her boyfriend was there or fiance. And like he was stoked, like she had to she had to be taken to the emergency room to get stitches because it was like late. And I was like, oh, I can't do that anymore. Like I can't go out in the crowd and like just toss my bass at people and Expect go wild. Not to die. Yeah, and yeah. I, and that was kind of like okay. Like I'm willing to hurt myself. That's not a big deal to me. But when I hurt somebody else, it's like okay, this needs to be toned down a little bit. Talk about your never ending. Was it your wrist or your palm? Never ending Just cut. Ble- bleeding? Yeah. Yeah, from my pinky side of my hand, like all the way down, would just be destroyed. And then when we did handmade, when I was using the handmade base, because it was only sanded down, there was no anything on it. So, like, my wrists would be cut the fuck up. He bled every show. 
And then it would seal up overnight and then he'd bleed the next. He'd always show me too. He always, <laughs> he always look at me and look, then put I'm his bleeding. hand up. <laughs> and like, so I'd look for it every day. I had a, eventually, I don't, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was like Abishai and he's like, here's a first aid kit. So I would like tape my hands up before each show because I would inevitably bleed. Yeah. So it was like and a little preventative. The first show of the tour is the only time it didn't happen every time. But I think by the second one it was. I always had like bruises on my hips because I have high hips. So I would just, after a show, I would go into Walmart and do a Walmart shower real quick. And I would just be covered in bruises near my pelvis. I probably didn't help with that either because I would run into you and hit you a lot. I think it was my base, like bringing my base up over my head and and just slamming slamming it it down on my body. I would just be like yellow and purple on my stomach. I would throw shoes at you, though. We threw a lot of stuff at each other, like water bottles. You and and I, we had a lot of like sibling rivalry kind of like joke play, you know? You like pick me up and like (laughs) toss me around. And then I'd like, I'd steal your base and you couldn't play. Or I would jump on your back. Yeah. Those are always really fun. We, I we missed so much of that. I we tried to make each other play like a shit. Yeah. yeah. Our goal was like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> and totally I was, was protected. <laughs> you were. Yeah, I because you that. had the laptop. So I was like, okay, don't go near yeah. Parker. Yeah, you had to be careful. <laughs> you guys <laughs> were on like his right wrestlers. side, but not his left side. Oh, you... <laughs> It was like oh, WWE yeah, yeah, yeah. up on there. It was fucking. It was crazy. Except like, it wasn't like breakaway chairs. It was like real shit. It was like actually hurt each other. Like that. Do you remember that one woman in? Um, she was a promoter of a show in Arizona, and you threw the microphone and the grill like left a mark on her forehead. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that <laughs> was the promoter of the show. I, I I do remember that. Yeah, there was a couple times that hurts. I that's. I can't think of any other times and I couldn't remember any until you said that, but I know I hurt people. I just can't remember the instances. There were definitely people injured at like almost every one of our shows. If it wasn't from us, it was from yeah, like people, people went crazy. Yeah. I would have not want to been down there for any. No, of oh, those. it was the best. Going but Kyle there. would. And if well, as soon as Kyle would step out, like people would just stop. Because they're like, we don't want to get hit by this giant fucking Ape. Hulk. Ogre. <laughs> yeah. Ogre, that's right. Ogre. I Shrek. No, well, Oaf. It's not Ogre, it's Oaf. Oh, it is? Oaf. That's what mom. No, mom Come says, on, you big Oaf. Mom says Heffalump. <laughs> well, it was Oaf, too. Her little Heffalump. Because that just speaks volumes of love and adoration. It's a term of Come on, you fat bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you, my cunty son. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> Fucking hip hop apotamus. Hip hop apotamus. Wait, your you cunty son? Oh, I was. Uh, we also wanted to talk about what metalcore bands listen to while they're on tour. And in general, I guess. There's like this really common misconception that. If somebody plays a certain type of music, that's what they listen to. We, and that isn't usually true. We always listen to local bands. The demos they would give us at shows. We actually, Did you actually listen to them? Yeah. yeah. Just for fun. I mean, 99%. Well, I'd, I'd give it 95% of them were, yeah, for were about trash. Two, we listened to it for about two minutes. But No, but we gave were, every track a chance, though. Like yes. every, yeah. We would listen to like maybe 30 seconds of every track and be like, Fuck. Really? And change. Fuck. Because it's something to do. Because you've been listening to the same thing on rotation for. And there eight were hours a couple that day. we actually liked. What's that one band from uh, Detroit? Yeah. Anna Vorta. Yeah. Which is now. Come alive in a 
You can actually look him up. I know he's on Amazon Music. Uh, he has a band called Novelty Theory. Amazon Music is a you, thing? Uh, yeah. What Alexa? What the, Who the fuck is Alexa? Why, yeah, that's just the dumbest thing to say. It got part of anyway, it's not yeah. like Spotify though. I don't. It's, I don't think Anna Vorta is actually on anything, and we just have like an E, or I just have an EP. But that was at our oh, handmade Vorta. CD release show. That's too. correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and everyone else that day, everyone else hated hated that band salty just because it was like salty fucking everything. So <laughs> salty, salty dry burger is what we got, and it was like watered down Coke. Yeah, it was like here's some like tap water ice with some tap water Coke. I have to finish. No, that's the that's I, the I started wrong. I, so the Anna Vorta Nicola. band. Everyone, everyone came in, and we had to like load in the back door, and they were playing, and we had like gotten there late or something. And this band was playing, and I was like entranced by this band. I thought they were so cool. They, in my opinion, they're one of the most original bands that I've ever seen, especially for a local band. Really but everyone else was so pissed at the whole venue and everything. They were just like, "Fuck this band! I don't want to be here." <laughs> and I didn't even give them a chance. And then I got their EP from the from one. I think it was the bass player that gave it to me. And uh, I showed everyone. And you guys like like them. You're not like super into it like I am, but you really understand like what I meant by like this. Is really oh, it was bad. really intriguing. Yeah, but I mean, cool. after like the 15th time that you listened to them on that tour, it was like okay. I yeah, but we did the same thing with like MKTO and yeah, King's Foil, One Direction. Uh, one Direction. We listen to a lot of One Direction. Cher Lloyd. Kyle, what were your Some top pink. three bands while you guys were touring? As in what I would listen to? Yeah. I never really got a chance. Because <laughs> he sucks. Yeah, they don't like my music. Like, so. Kyle as the DJ was just the worst. Because he was always like, I don't want to disappoint anybody with my music choice. Yeah. I, I just fucking very, pick something. I was very self-conscious it. about my music. Kind of cute. And he would tell you every time he was like, this is so much pressure. <laughs> hated it <laughs> i did i did not do yeah, that me game. and tj controlled the music it was listen good to? though Issa oh was yeah really that's right. good. she would do it sometimes she yeah. would always play like what's that domino song i don't know but it sounds funny i don't know like uh, she would always listen to weird music or like that one i don't know i don't remember any of the actual songs but she would always play stuff and we would laugh like share i remember one where it was like an old time that's what I was song, thinking. And it got really hilarious in the middle. I don't remember what it was called, though. But I was dying. This makes great podcasting. Yeah, when remember you don't know any of the facts. Remember that one time thing? That thing? I mean, most of this podcast is, remember when yeah, that one time nostalgia up the ass. So did you or do you guys listen to Metalcore? Did. did. Uh, I listened to Bring Me the Horizon still. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. I listen to ask, asking Alexandria. Axing, asking Alexandria. Asking Alexandria. You do? Oh yeah, that last record. Whew. Oh, like the, the latest one they put out made me hard. Oh my gosh, it's not. That's not difficult. It's not hard to do. No, like that one song. When the lights go down, and then you can't hear anything because the 808 just goes. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> you talking about the latest album they put out? Yeah, I, I didn't even know they. I, I, I don't even. There was a lot of like weird acoustic stuff. It was, it was different for asking Alexandria. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of an. Like I'll listen to Bertus Sick EP. I like that. I'll listen to um, 
of Mice and Men sometimes. Like um, 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 um. I don't know what the album's called. Yeah, the first it's one. It's self-titled, I believe. Yeah, Kingsfoil was probably like the thing that we listened to the that most. That and MKTO. MKTO. And 21 that, Pilots. You guys listened to... Oh, 21 yeah. Pilots is like the last year. Yeah. You, you probably listened to Blurry Face twice or three times a day, the whole oh, album. Fucking hell. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Jump out it of was that literally all, all Well, but we listened to, and it got uh, to the Vessels point where a lot, it, too. Which one? Vessels. Oh, yeah. Because that's when we got into... Top. What? Top, top. <laughs> oh, it's almost like talk, but top. We were meant for each other. Yeah, man, we listened to Blurry Face, and it got to the point where we just... That's all we wanted you to listen like to. You didn't like it for about yeah. two months. It. Well, it wasn't two months. It was probably like the first two weeks. The first few weeks of the tour, I was like, oh, this again. I'll make ball rise. I'll make ball rise. It's like, shut up. (laughs) And then you (laughs) Now you love that song. And I was like, I want this in my holes, in my ears. (laughs) (laughs) In my ear holes. You want Tyler Joseph in your holes? I am Tyler. Tyler Joseph. (laughs) Tyler Joseph. And then we would all like compare like who was better at doing like the rapping parts of car radio. Oh, we know car radio. Yeah. All of it. I want to see a rap battle. Parker would probably win. It's been a while since I listened to that song. Me and Kyle listened to it a couple weeks ago when we were playing pool. Pool. I remember we found uh, NF on tour. Yeah. We played with him. Yeah, we did. I played. Isn't that so strange to think about? I think we played right before him on that same stage, if I recall correctly. Because I remember getting off stage and he was like, that was really cool, guys. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. And we're like, who are you? Yeah, who are you? You know, because it was before Mansion had been put yeah. out. So, but that was like, man, that's such one of the strangest things to think about. That's probably the the biggest name we've ever played with. Yeah. I mean, he is like top 40 radio yeah. NF now. And just like totally. Before he was just like Timbers. Like, that's all I remember from him. Is I don't, I don't even think I saw him. I saw, I remember like, I remember I have like a really brief memory of just like him because he just had a backing track more or less and he just rapped to it. And I was just like, oh, he's just a rapper. And that was in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Atlanta Fest. What a shitty place. How did you, you found NF? How? It was like some workout playlist on Spotify. And I was like, what is this? And then we were all like, oh. That was, you found it when we went to Tri-Cities. Oh, really? When we played in Tri-Cities that one night. That's when you were listening to it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. think you showed me too that same that same drive. I mean, I don't know. It was literally like love at first listen. I hate yeah. That. I don't like that. <laughs> and then I remember seeing the video for intro with like the caution oh, tape. Yeah, I was like, ah. fuck yes, this dude is on it. It's so weird because I don't like rap, but he's just like speaks. He's like the one exception. He is the one exception. The only exception. Yeah. That's that's what I so that's good. what I feel like, and I I have this conversation a fair amount with I just had it with Courtney's uncle, but uh, people just can't get over the fact that we have screaming in our music. Some people still still like Weird. I mean yeah he's in his forties. I don't really expect him to I mean, change that. But yeah, but that was still a thing in the eighties though. Like some of those. <laughs> Wow. You're an ass. <laughs> Some of those artists had screaming-ish stuff in their music. It wasn't like the late 90s was like the first time with like hardcore punk when that became a thing. No, I know, but he's like, he's just, he just won't, he just thinks that 
my talent was wasted by screaming or that my talent was wasted by the genre of music, which well, I understand talent. that. Or, in, yeah. Or it wasn't a talent. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of like, and it's just like, you probably don't even think rap's a talent, but I know someone that like has changed that for me. Yeah. Like, are, are you, are you naive enough to think that there is no way in hell that you're going to understand why someone would do something like that? Cause NF did that. He's like, that's why people rap. Yeah. Except that they've lost that like heart, you know? Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of mm, a little surface level for what rap is. Cause it can it's just also be really reductive. everybody but me. Like it can be just something as simple of, as just being like a fun party song. I guess that's, that's like true. NF just takes it to super dramatic over the top emotional he puts strings in his music. So yeah. But I mean, people have been doing that in rap forever. Yeah. Or like, um, like the whole, like NWA with what they did with just their music in general of just like, Hey, like listen to us. Like we're being fucked over by police and like actually talking about real issues, but in between talking about like fucking bitches, you know, like yeah. there was like a little hints of messages in there. And I mean, NWA started a lot of stuff with like the riots in LA. So there was like a movement with what rap did. But that still is a thing. It's just that people aren't necessarily flocking to that. Yeah, because it's more of like no, the, because it's hey, like, Panini, yeah. why are you such a meanie? Yeah. Like, well, because rap is, rap is pop now, yeah. so. Let's get yeah. it. Yeah. Whatever becomes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever pop music. <laughs> whatever pop music is influenced by is going to take on the characteristics of pop still. Like. If like when EDM became pop, it's not yeah. really like what people would call EDM anymore. It's just pop. And now pop is a lot of rap and people expect that to hold the same values that rap did 20 years ago or 30 years ago. And it just doesn't like there are still rappers and still groups that are talking about the same shit, but that doesn't appeal to the masses like a pop song with heavy rap influence is going to. That's just the nature. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know. Cause like with logic and the one 800 song that he did, like that blew up and that was like a message of self love and, but that appeals to the masses, like talking about like, like racial bias, but that's still like a straight up like rapper. Like you can't argue that logic isn't, a rapper. He's no, not, not like saying a pop he's not. artist. I mean, I guess that song's genres, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he does have Alessia Cara on there. I'm not saying it's black and white. I just think that people get the wrong idea about rap music because it's a lot of it is pop music now, and they still want all rap to have that like heavier, more like emotionally driven thing. Yeah, but it, they both exist, and there's just as much rap that has a more serious tone to it. I mean, you see that today with like the emo rap. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. This is what it sounds like to me. That's what I would call it, yeah. Called, well, I guess it's not, but how do you describe emo rap? It's like really melodramatic lyrics, like <clears throat> just over the top, like, you know how emo music was, like Hawthorne Heights, Slip My Wrist and whatever, Paint My Eyes. Just very like lyric? opaquely sad. Yeah, just like... I'm really sad and like depression and it's all like kind of soaked in that kind of emotion. That kind of shit in it, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's just a movement that's happening today. Who yeah. knows what could happen tomorrow? Cause we were all about like Lil Peep and what he was doing and that had nothing to do with 
I think rap used to pump be or, you know, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Like oh, that's no. also a thing and that's nothing. But rap used to be more, I mean, in, in my eyes, at least like popular rap used to be a lot more issue focused and kind of lyrically like focused on modern issues, social issues. Do you think that has to do with and the that kind that of it switched was done by like black people? Well, yeah. Just in general, but, but because that, that was that the only concept. way their voices could be heard. Well, definitely, yeah, because it was a that was a rap started as a mostly black thing, yeah. but like it transitioned to at least in like the popular world, transitioned more to a personal issue as their message. Not that that's a bad thing. Yeah, just like, like it, it is what it is. Their own testimony of what, what, whatever. But yeah, look at NF. Like he's he's not really talking a whole lot about like racial issues. He's focusing mostly on personal issues. Rap is such an interesting genre. Changed so much, but it's kind of like stayed at its core what it is yeah. talking about social issue, social issues and personal issues it's really interesting and there's still plenty of music though doesn't all music at least <laughs> that was my favorite i love that video <laughs> all music so with worthwhile lyrics doesn't it always talk about social issues or per- i can't even say that social issues or personal issues depends on your definition of worthwhile yeah but i think just the the way that like rap music can come across like you can have a really aggressive vocal in there like you know how nf does he's like extremely aggressive in some things that he says but then he can really hold back and just be a little more like melancholy like or like eminem very similar to nf just like that really aggressive like listen to what the fuck i'm saying right now yeah so i don't know because with me like with like a melody you kind of get lost in what the melody is and you're not focused so much on what the words actually yeah, well, are. It's, it's kind of like more they're preaching at you than they're singing to you. If it's done right, it shouldn't feel like preaching. It should feel like, here's here's maybe what's not, going I'm, on in my I'm, head. Maybe you're getting the wrong connotation what I mean by preaching. It's like, it's like he's trying to tell you something, not he's trying to sing to you. That's what I meant by preaching. Yeah. That's what, that's what rapping is, right? I listen to a lot of rap. Okay. I do. And and we Fun did fact. on tour too, I think. Yeah. Huh. You didn't like Tech Nine on tour. I like Tech Nine. You like some of his stuff. I like now. some of Tech Nine. Just I just in love general. the ones where he has like ten people on one track and they all go as fast as they can. And it's all like different languages. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah. super it's groovy. Like a rap race. It's amazing. Those are just fun because you never know what's coming next. And anyone that's like, oh well, rap isn't talent, like they haven't heard Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Oh yeah! Holy shit! It's insane. motherfucker is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's like hard the, to say that. Like, even even Tech Nine, I don't know is if anybody fast. would say that like rap isn't talented. Not anymore. I mean, maybe some, like, like coming gamers. up with like cutting phrases that you just like. Oh wow, that's like super poignant, or like some sort of like shade thrown by just a line to another rapper, especially when it's like, done gracefully, like what Easy and Dr. Dre were doing back in the day. You know, like just like throwing like little Easter eggs in their music. That's so like unique to that genre that you don't hear. I guess you do hear it in like pop music, but it's not as like oh shit, like when Ed Sheeran put out "Don't." for Ellie Golding or like Taylor Swift writes a song yeah. about some boy. It doesn't, it doesn't feel the same. Rap is like the one genre where it feels like they're competing. No, yeah. prog. 
Prague is an I guess we don't listen to any Prague. Oh, okay. It's like it's like how many different time changes that. can we fit into a five minute song? What's like, the, how what bad we, can we make we this did? song? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's can it's you like, follow? <laughs> it's pretty bad in that in, in that genre because you see so much competition of like I never song and like seventeen eight. We're gonna do a song, but they don't like go after each other. Like rap, they go after each other in their songs. Yeah, it's basically like a middle finger. To There's the other definitely rapper. a lot of beef in the Prague world. It's just quieter. It's really strange. It's I like how, I like how dramatic rap is. Like I like the beef. Like that's one of the most fun parts about rap. And you kind of get it with just generic pop music, but it's not. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it cuts as deep. Well, you have to think too about like the just the the method of delivery is so different. Like imagine a rap song sung uh, the lyrics would not fit the context of like a soft melody well yeah because you can't do like we are never ever ever getting back together like that's not (laughs) it's not gonna be a thing and and vice versa like you can't rap that yeah it wouldn't fit because it sounds because it doesn't sound as like aggressive or mean like she's just like we're never getting back together when you walked in i probably clipped so much right there oh yeah it's bad (laughs) it doesn't sound as like fuck you as no not at all well and i think the concepts we've been talking about too of like the popification what the concepts they're ongoing of music that we've been talking about like those can be kind of put onto any genre of music and it's happening there. Like it's happening in the metal world where music is becoming popified because it's so accessible. I think music is kind of becoming a little bit more homogenous. And that's why I still listen to bring me the horizon. Cause they're a poppy. pop band. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. There are plenty of DIY bands. There are plenty of like, let me tell you about a DIY. Band. Yeah. Parker explain what DIY means. It means hell. Dick yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but that that could Wait, be a, what was the uh, definition we had for DIY? I don't remember. There was like a definition of like, oh gosh, I can't remember what it was. I don't know either. But it was funny. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's hilarious. That is so fucking funny. funny. That's awesome. You guys, remember that one time? Um, Parker, do you have like a a strong feeling against like a particular Christmas song? Uh, against Zuzu, is that what you said? Yeah, against, Wait, like, can we preface this by saying this? Is I a hate the slow episode. Uh, Merry Christmas! So Merry Christmas, peoples. Um, this is supposed to come out on the twenty third. If it doesn't, then I whatever. Happy Christmas, Happy, Harry. Happy New Year's. I guess at that point, Happy, Happy New Year. Belated Christmas. Um, that doesn't work the same, does it? But do you, but do you really have any like visceral emotion towards? No, I just really song? get bored with the slow ones. I hate slow Christmas songs. They're so boring. Like which ones are the worst? I don't know. Like Silent I don't know Night. the names. Oh, yeah, Silent Joy Night. Joy to is the World is fucking awful. Not the, except, not the one that we listen yeah, to. Though. Yeah, there's one. That's except the good, good version. By yeah, anointed. just slow. Like I love uh, the Mariah Carey song. That's probably my favorite no because it's just so Christmas. fast. It's yeah. It's one of the few, like few fast Christmas songs, and it's good. Yeah. Sounds good. It's not. And there's cheap. a couple groovy ones which aren't super fast, but they're they have a lot of substance to them, so I like them. I was always confused by like the the um, what is the sound of music song that's apparently a Christmas song? Yeah, why is that a Christmas? Like song? that doesn't it always plays at work really make sense. 
These are a few of my favorite things. Like, not Christmas related. Also not Christmas related. <laughs> this is not Christmas related. <laughs> when it oh. is Christmas, I start to sing about things that are not is it, Christmas. Is it 12 days of Christmas? Is okay, it? that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I don't like that song. It's the worst song ever, ever created. I really don't. It's like a round, but it's... No, it's what... Who came up with that song? I want to kill them. And like, what? <laughs> like, what are that the song. what are the things? Like the rings and the doves. Yeah, it doesn't like, make any. Who the sense. fuck gives people? And what is a turtle dove? And who gives them to people? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? You have a mental issue that you need to get help. Here's my turtle dove. I definitely don't want partridges. Unless what? I made a Even pie. I would, a make a, I would make a partridge pie. It's a bird. But I don't want the pear tree. Where am I going to put a pear tree? And how many do you get? Not a homeowner. You get three. I a think. partridge and a pear tree. You, you, that's in. the first one. It's in. First in day of Christmas, partridge and a pear tree. Oh, I thought it was the third one. In a pear tree. In. Second day of Christmas. You get a bird and a tree? Yeah. Three French hens. What the fuck is a French hen? Boring, is that like right? a French game hen? Is it's a little, so I take three of those. I could just take three <laughs> three French game hens. Or no, that's... I don't know what I'm talking uh, about. I don't know all the all. Five the golden rings... I would take for sure. Pawn those shits off. I don't know what six <laughs> shits. <laughs> what Pawn is six? Six something. Five gold. That's not. Nope. I don't know. I don't know because the song's it not make any sense. To. I think my most. I have like extreme feelings about the Beatles. Do you know the Beatles Christmas song? I think I know. I yeah, they do have a Christmas song. I just can't remember what it is. It's bad. It's like super repetitive and it yeah. keeps like speeding up. It feels like. Yeah. Do you remember that one? It that used was to play before, at uh, Super One all the time. I do not. That was before. There was another one that we that we both like. I oh, don't remember I bet what you it I was know though. How it goes. Is it from the viewpoint of the elves? It could be. I've never paid attention to the lyrics enough. I just remember like the repeating chorus. Anything Beatles, I were all enslaved. I'm gonna in have Santa's to. Santa's uh, factory in Santa's factory. No, is that not how? It is goes? that a song? No. I'm saying we all live in a yellow submarine, but we're all enslaved <laughs> in Santa's factory. See, I just don't know enough about the Beatles to know. Oh, wow. They have like whole records. Oh, Wonderful Christmas Time. That's a good one by Paul. You simply have a, a wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. I simply shit on that. I shit on that. I shit on that. That song. Fuck that song. Like, it's fucking with a 20,000 foot dildo. Oh, you don't like it? I think it's a 39 and a half foot pole. Oh, that's a great one, though. Yeah, it is. Or an inflatable cock. One. Fuck it with a strap on. I hate... What are you talking about? He's talking about the Beatles having, song. No, it's not even the Beatles. It's... <laughs> yeah. That song is dope. I hate... It's fucking awful. Like, okay, first of all, Simply I don't like the Beatles, which people are going to fucking hate if they ever whatever. hear this section. Fuck the Beatles. Why Why do people think that they were hot? Don't do that. Music. Like, women... Like flooded their vag basements for the Beatles. What about them is attractive? What does their that mushroom mean? It's their mushroom hair. What is mushroom hair? What are like, the words? You look like Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber, and that's hot. <laughs> apparently, what the fuck is wrong with Wait, the people in the fifties? His name's Lloyd Christmas. Yeah. Wow. We should talk about Dumb and Dumber as the greatest Christmas movie ever. Yeah. Well, it actually kind of is. Because they go up to Aspen, yeah, Colorado, and they celebrate Christmas. It's yeah. Christmas adjacent. Do you have any like favorite Christmas media, TJ? 
I think Reliant K's Let It Snow, re- so Let good. It Rain Deer. Yeah. Like, uh, first of all, the title alone is heavenly. But like the the Sleigh Ride song, that's really good. Like, yeah. or the Narnia, It's Always Winter But Never Christmas. Oh, that's a great song. Like, there's some really good emotional stuff, but then it's also fucking hysterical. Which is a nice change from like the really over the top cheesy, like like sickly sweet Christmas music that you kind of Or what's that hear. what's the Amberlin song? I was gonna look that up because I was gonna say that's my favorite Christmas song. They did uh Damn. Oh yeah, they did Baby Please Come Home. Christmas. There's no come now. Yeah, I really like that. I His vocal on that's really good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, my least favorite would definitely be Feel his Navi Dad. Can you defend Feliz Navidad. Yeah, I want to hear your argument. It's just because it's, it's groovy. It's a groovy beat. That's why I like it. I just don't really... Any, any rendition of it I've heard just doesn't feel like Christmas. I'm I'm really picky about Christmas music as it is, and that is just like the... Like, it's antithetical to what I like in Christmas. It's not like like warm and cozy, like sit there and drink some whiskey and stare at a fucking tree. It's like Yeah, it's like <laughs> stab me with a fucking fork in my ear. Yeah, I that's more like hate it. this. Like just my... shoot a BB gun straight into my eardrum. <laughs> Our mom plays like is it two amy grant albums all winter and amy grant for some reason i like them i know they're great they are really good classic it's not just nostalgia like i remember listening to this growing up it's like that's part of it but they are actually there's some really dope songs on those i mean i think it's like sinatra's classic oh yeah that's like like the whole rat pack Dean Martin, all of that. Yeah. And that's what we grew up listening to. So I have a lot. Oh, that like Nat King Cole old yeah. school. That's like just... precious to me. Anytime I hear that, I'm like, yep, it's Christmas. It, but those records. I, I don't even like, know if I actually like it It or feels, not. Oh, well, they're not, they don't sound good. Because no. I think the magic of those records is like, you can almost see everybody in the studio together recording. Like some of those like weird, like Jingle Bells versions that are like extremely sped up. Like the BPM is like bumped up 20. Yeah. And like it, the ongoing concepts version, ugh. which is equally as great. I guess that would be a good topic for just this. Or oh. do we have that on a podcast? No, we don't have that on an actual episode yet. That would be a good Christmas. But so yeah, your, sorry, Christmas. What's your least favorite Christmas song? <laughs> Probably ours. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle Bell Cop. One of the names for it. So bad, it's like a tic tac. <laughs> I'm like pencil eraser. <laughs> I like basically the add-on have ones you put when yeah. the eraser's gone. No, no, like the stock one, the, not the aftermarket. That's right. Not the modified That's ones. Right. Like the pink standalone <laughs> ones, like the the one that is already in the metal part of the pencil. I have like a metal sheath around my pencil. <laughs> the pink one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Failures and Fakes episode three. I think this is episode three. That is correct. Unless the Christ Mass episode. I have been your host and no longer am your host because I'm You're done pushing the space bar. Yeah, that I don't know what the space bar does. Um, it would pause. It stops it. the recording. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to a dog. I have been your host and podcast father, Cooper Nichols, and I have been joined by Kyle Schultz. You have been joined by me, Cooper. It's the other way around. TJ Nichols. You went from being a daddy to a father. Yeah. I grew up this episode. And Parker Schultz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Should we just let Kyle do it then? Uh, yeah, because I can't yeah? remember what he okay. comes in. Okay, record. Are you recording?
One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Oh, that's me. Oh, this is what I used to sing. <laughs> so bad. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs>